Hello and welcome to the Brothers Random Show. My name is Travis. And I'm Michael. And we are two ordinary brothers discussing extraordinary ideas and some random shit. So the topics on the show range from theology, masculinity, stories, movies, philosophy, books, pop culture, and many other subjects. We often talk about the people we admire and the wisdom they share, people such as Dr. Jordan B. Peterson, who we believe is the sage of our time. Michael, why are we here? Today we are talking about uh, Jordan Peterson's uh, Exodus uh, seminars that he did. We um, getting back to it because it's been a little while. We're on uh, episode seven of the Exodus seminars where him and colleagues uh, get together and talk about uh, Exodus. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Turns out that a book is more durable than than stone. It's more durable than a castle. It's more durable than an empire. You don't get away with anything. And so you might think you can bend the fabric of reality and that you can treat people instrumentally and that you can bow to the tyrant and violate your conscience without cost. You will pay the piper. It's going to call you out of that slavery into freedom, even if that pulls you into the desert. God is ethic-centered, not ethnic-centered. Well, do you want the Pharaoh on your side or do you want God on your side? That's kind of the question. Uh, which one thing that's different now from when we when we started doing this is these episodes used to be all behind the paywall on Daily Wire. Now they mm-hmm. are they have been consistently releasing them out on YouTube. I want to say even maybe now all of them are on, but it's really cool to see like uh, this, this episode had 350,000 views. Uh, so to think that it's reaching such a wider audience now yeah. that they've thrown it up on uh, YouTube rather than it being behind the paywall of daily wire which is great. Like daily wire is a business they want to, um, but, but it's kind of neat. Cause it's like, well, let's use this as advertising to get more people to, to the daily wire. Yeah. To the daily wire. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. They there, this is kind of like after they, this is mostly what they talk about is when they're the Israelites have left Egypt and they're wandering through the desert. And this yeah, is, this is after. So on this episode that we're talking about today, it's mostly taking place after the parting of the Red Sea. Yeah. So parting the Red Sea happens. Um, the the Red Sea closes down on Pharaoh's chariots, and now technically the Israelites are free from tyranny. And this is kind of what they're dealing with after the fact that they're free from tyranny. One, the first things I noticed was that they point out. Um, and if you read the story, you, you, you realize this pretty, pretty soon as well, but uh, they, they pass through the red sea, this miraculous thing. And uh, the, the red sea closes in on the chariots. They're saved. And it doesn't go very long before they start complaining again, mm-hmm. that, uh, uh, you know, and losing faith. That well, this is the, this, the right thing. This is what I thought was interesting about this. Them talking, they talk about miracles and proof is not 
uh, very, very lasting. Like the proof mm-hmm. that God exists is, isn't, doesn't last because they've seen these miracles. And then within, you know, it feels it's, it's very early in the story, but I'm, I'm assuming like months later, or maybe years later, um, people, it might be, it might the be the Israelites but... are pretty much, uh, going, uh, we're, you know, we don't believe anymore, even mm. though we've seen these miraculous things. And so this is kind of like, uh, what nowadays when people see, um, it's like, it's like the news nowadays, like you, you'll, you'll hear something in the news, like, and then within 24 hours, something else will be in the news and you will have completely f- forgot about the Yeah. Thing. Yeah. It's, so, it's a, it's the forgetfulness. And they talk a little, a lot about, um, kind of ceremony in this a little bit where, uh, the, they need, they need, you want to be, um, reminding yourself of the miracles, the the miracles, right? The miracles, um, you know, faith versus proof, but that faith you need to like be reminding yourself. Well, it's like Passover. Passover is reminding the Israelites that there, there was this miracle that happened. And so it's a rich, excuse me. It's a ritual that, that, um, it's a ritual that pretty much makes uh, you remember. Uh, and we, in our previous episode, we talked about the importance of ritual, you know, praying and, and working mm-hmm. out and and brushing your teeth and that sort of thing. But, but this kind of takes on a different aspect because they, the Israelites have seen miracles and then they turn into unbelievers because, because time has passed, you know, and, and yeah, uh, one of the dignitaries says something about how uh, human beings are a um, we are a forgetful species. We don't mm. we tend to not. It, it goes and uh, Joe Rogan. I recently listened to an episode of his that uh, where he was talking about the the construction of the pyramids, and nobody knows who constructed the pyramids. Everybody assumes it was the Egyptians, but it's like that they're so old and they're and they're constructed in such a way that they we we never would have had the technology so we have forgotten whatever technology they used to build the pyramids and it's yeah. it's an interesting and that's the same thing that the Israelites are doing they're just forgetting that they've seen these miracles these wonders mm-hmm. and now here they are complaining it, it, in the desert Prager kind of points out, Dennis Prager kind of points out that, you know, people, uh, uh, faith kind of faith versus proof. You'll have atheists be like, well, where's, give me the proof. Like if it was real, this would happen. Right. Um, Mm -hmm. and the point in this story a little bit is saying that even with the proof, if you, if you, if you don't have the right mindset, you, then a little bit after the you've been it's been proven you you'd be back to square one you know complaining and complaining hating on and the, hating. the 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 entity of the well, universe it might just be part of being a human being right is to just always be when things aren't going right to just always be going why god or is there a god or you know so this is this is what nihilistic people do like 
I think it goes back to the Cain and the spirit of Cain versus Cain. Yeah, I I really do think that it goes back to that. You know, if you're if you're the type that's going to find fault, you're going to find the fault. Like you will, you know. Um, I'm in I'm in cells, and I hear this a lot, but um, uh by by people that are you know encouraging other people to go out and sell it's like the world isn't as it is it's you you see the world as you are mm-hmm. so you don't see the world as it is you see the world as you are and if you're if you are having a bad attitude like everybody you go talk to isn't going to want to talk to you yeah yeah <clears throat> so you have to you have to fix here before you go um, anything yeah. out out in your your world is going to change and so and i think that's kind of the 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 point here is that i mean and it's it this is a story of people who were in bondage and now they're free and it's kind of like oh shoot what are we we're now we got to figure this out right yeah um, they have to figure out how to self govern and that's one of yeah. the things is that they talk about uh, uh, Miriam starts a song and, and, uh, and it was, was interested. Interesting is they, they called Miriam a, a prophetess in this, yeah. in this chapter. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. So that, and so, and we, we, we come from a, a, a religion that women aren't prophets in the religion, mm. even though in the Bible, it's got, Miriam, they call Miriam a prophetess. Oh yeah, and she's not the only one. I mean, yeah, Deborah is was a a, a famous uh, uh, Israelite prophet prophetess. So, um, uh, and and she told men what to do. Yeah. So, so it's like when people so, get up on their high horse <laughs> about the Bible being misogynistic, it's like, well, not really. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or is the church that you're in currently misogynistic? Mm, yeah, <laughs> maybe that's it. <laughs> maybe that's it. Um, I, th- I thought that was interesting, but but so she leads the Israelites in a kind of song prayer, and they go, and yeah. they go into this very like deep. So and Pajo talks about how the national anthem. This would be something similar to the national anthem about how kind of a song and prayer, yeah, song and prayer, and and in in it's basically everybody all at once doing something like so when you get up for the national anthem or when you and you put your hand over your heart um, and you hear the pledge of allegiance, it's like the uh, the spirit of voluntary unity, or yeah, what Oz Guinness I think. says free freely chosen consent Mm. it's you choosing freely to 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 stand up with everybody and 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 acknowledge the greatness that has come before kind of yeah and it was it that's a great way to and then and then horowitz kind of shoots it to shit and says well you know you have a lot of when you when you're in a cult He's like, you have a lot of pressure to be like everybody else. Yeah. And, yeah. But the, but the everybody, everybody else is getting up and, and, and Jordan Peterson talks a little bit about the standing ovation. Yeah. Right? yeah. 
like and you don't want to be the one person standing there like i didn't like and they use cats as the example the the, yeah. the, the play the the musical uh horowitz is like well what if i didn't like cats and then i'm gonna am i just gonna <laughs> sit down and not clap with when when they get yeah. a standing ovation it's like right yeah <laughs> so i mean exactly so but that's where oz was like uh freely chosen consent it must be freely <laughs> chosen consent and so you everybody's seeing the song but also they're telling you don't just sing it because everybody else is doing it. Do it because you also have seen the miracles and you also have experienced this. Mm -hmm. So, and that's where ritual comes back in. They talk a lot about ritual. The last two, two episodes, they've talked a ton about it, ritual. A lot. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I thought it was interesting. Um, they were talking a little bit about how they're kind of at the beginnings of the start of a nation. And so you're starting to see some of these things will start to happen where um, they get out of tyranny and then they have to kind of figure out um, how they're going to start to govern themselves. And that's where yeah. Jethro comes in and he talks to um, Moses and is like, you can't do this by yourself. You've got to um, you've got to put other leaders, you know, leaders over 100 leaders over 10. Mm -hmm. like out there so that you don't it's not all coming directly to, to you, you where yeah. and he kind of and that's kind of setting up a pyramid if you will of uh of authority yeah uh, authority yeah um but i was also a line or a uh, a line of uh authority yeah so that's right a line of authority that's that um people can go through to kind of get justice mm -hmm. um so and then they're they're these things are kind of happening where they're figuring these things out because mm -hmm. they're building a nation right yeah. and we i mean the u.s kind of needed to go through that now they had the u.s um our founding fathers were studied history like crazy i mean they were studying things like the israelites leaving mm -hmm. tyranny also mm -hmm. um how the saxons had set up their uh government government how the, how the greeks set up their government like yep the, the they, republic so they were all they were all learning this and taking the best parts of it to add yeah, to the how United do we States. take all of this information and let's let's create a more perfect union yeah and and so so it really is like the birth of a nation that they that they're that they're dealing with and that's where the 40 years in the desert come from mm -hmm. and jordan peterson always likes to say well once you've left tyranny then you're also like wandering around and and yeah and one of the i forget who said it but one of them says well People don't always want to be free. They want to be taken care of. Oh, that was that was uh, Prager, Dennis Prager. He yeah. said people don't yearn to be free; they yearn to be taken care of. Yeah, yeah. So that's well, I that's, had to write that down because I was just like, "This so, is, <laughs> yeah, this is Gen well, this Z. Is, well, like, this is Gen this Z. Is... Yeah, this is their problem. <laughs> no, how many of them then vote? But then all of them have an opinion about who our leaders are, and they don't vote." Yeah. So 
it's like so so the 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 highest voters are people basically in their 60s which is like yeah. i think generation is that gener that's not generation x is that generation x I, it might be the generation right before x 50s yeah generation x yeah 50s but is generation uh, x. it's just point he's like He's like, how many politicians just get up there and they're just like, well, I'll give you this and I'll give you, I'll that. Give you that. Yeah. Just and like, you don't have to do anything. You free don't, lunch. You don't have to work. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm, I yeah. vote for me and you'll get free lunch, which yeah. never happens because that's not how the system can function. Yeah. Yeah. And they, they, they prompt, they get voted in by promising those things because that's what they, that's how they get voted. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because everybody wants that free, like, yeah, like everybody so many people see that and they want to get that free lunch. Uh, uh, it's well, and want... it's, it's a bit of a messed up, it, it is a truism, but it's messed up because it's, it, 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 people don't want responsibility of their own destiny, right? You know, yeah, well, like, and, and Jordan Peterson kind of pushed back on him a little bit. He's to, to Dennis. He's like, yeah, well, I mean, deep down people are, are looking for responsibility. They are looking for meaning. Um, we kind of have to guide them to that. But you, you uh, would, you could argue that that's what's wrong with ge uh, generation. Uh, this generation is that they don't is because They've, they're not they, seeking that they're not yes. seeking that that's they're not seeking so that would the be the purpose, that would be the problem is, is like is like we we kind of have to um teach them <laughs> we have to teach them that there's something more than just being given out a free hand yeah right that there's there you know there's um you know respect for yourself when you you know accomplish hard things when yeah. you push through hard things when like through, yeah. a job yeah. for years that you didn't really like, but you did it anyways because um because, because it was you providing we're gonna push push through hard things. Yeah. Yeah. And that's I, I that's really what I think is lost on this this new generation. Uh you know, um is that they they're they're having a hard time uh deciphering between what is the good of having hardship and and seeking it out because they're 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 in the middle of um like the handout they want the the free lunch the politicians free lunch you know so it's like yeah it's like you know and now and now we're we're at a point with our country that the free lunch is kind of collapsing in on itself you know yeah inflation is brutal and there's yeah. what there's 7 million men in our country that don't like of able-bodied uh that do not that yeah, do not they're not working they're not working part of the workforce yeah it's like what is that it's it's basically the guy waiting for a free lunch and shirking his responsibilities right as a citizen Make, makes you wonder how much of that is similar to the israelites because I mean, they went through a long period of time and they talk about it here where uh, God provides them with meat in the evening which was uh, in quails, um, birds that they mm -hmm. were able to just 
I, I think they just felt from the description, they were just falling into camp yeah, and yeah. they would eat them. And in the mornings, um, man, yeah, man. Um, uh, and even nowadays we'll say manna from heaven or something like that being yeah. like good things. Um, but manna was basically just like a bread that kind of just sprouted up around them and they would just step out of their tents and eat it. So they were kind of, I don't know, in this sense, they were almost like being handed everything, everything to them. And which is why um, they keep complaining. Right. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> so, so when, so they say like there's this country in South America, I believe that is a, that is where the people are the happiest. Mm-hmm. They've done studies on these people and it's because they're, they, everything that they have is worked hard for. Mm. It's, 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 it, 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 they don't have electricity. They don't have, but they're always, they're happiest. And it's mm-hmm. also because it comes down to like, okay, they had hardship to get this food or this water. They had to, you know, uh, cultivate it or in some way. And that mm-hmm. hardship breeds that purpose breeds happiness. Hmm. So maybe it's so, like being grateful for what you have because, uh, because you worked hard for it because we work hard for it. So, so this is a concept that every, all the gurus talk about. It's like, don't pursue happiness. The problem with that is our whole, our whole society is predicated on just pursuing happiness. What we should yeah. be pursuing is, is excellence and meaning uh, per, and meaning and purpose, yeah. purpose, purpose, yeah. yeah, meaning, meaning, purpose and excellence. And if we're pursuing those, then what happens, what comes to us is happiness in the process of getting those. And that's what this, this, the, um, I, I think that's what was happening with the Israelites. They're getting given all this stuff and they still are complaining all the time. Mm-hmm. And, and, and a little yeah. bit of their, like their faith is shaken by, by not having enough basically, mm. you know? So it's like the guy, the, the farmer toiling in the field and he's like going, why God, why are you doing this to me? You know, kind of thing. And we all have experienced that where it's just, yeah. like, uh, man, I'm just trying so hard and nothing's kind of working out. But the answer isn't the, the, the uh, nihilism of of Cain, because that's what most people go to. Because if if they're re- if they aren't getting rewards for their hard work, people tend to go to the spirit of Cain. Mm-hmm. Whereas we should be basically grateful in spite of our suffering. Yeah, yeah. Why why God? The you know, were my sacrifice is not accepted when Abel's were and, and, you know, and now, now I want, you know, kill, kill that, that received, um, blessings that Um, the highest good, I want to kill the highest good. Yeah. And see, that's Um, what we see way too much of that in our society. Yeah. It it's, I don't think they talk about it here as much, but it is interesting that, they leave a tyranny, but they're, they, the Israelites actually have kind of this, uh, oh crap moments 
where they almost want to go back to the tyranny. At least we were fed. At least we yeah. had food in Egypt, right? Yeah. It's like leaving it's leaving the um safe the known city the known the known and then going out into the unknown where there you know could be hardship and could be starvation mm-hmm. and plagues and blah blah like all these things that could happen out in the unknown leaving the safety of the walled city going well, people, out into the unknown people don't realize that pa- basically past the unknown past the hardship is where the promised land is. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, uh, um, beyond fear is success. I think that's how the quote goes Uh beyond, um, beyond fear. There's, you know, that tranquility. So you go, you, you got to go through the fire, right? You got to get through the fire to get, and some people never make it there. And that's where nihilism comes in. So if you, but you can't give into that because nihilism then destroys the highest good. So yeah. you can see where all of the tracks are laid. And you as a human being have to make choices that are for the greater good. Yeah. Even if even if things aren't going to work out. I wouldn't yeah. necessarily say my life has worked out myself, but I'm working I'm always striving to keep going. And as long as I keep that up, then, then maybe, maybe there will be a promised land at the end of it. Mm-hmm. Who knows? That's, I mean, yeah. that's, that's what, that, that's what I think everybody's probably working for. Yeah. I liked, I liked this idea that they um, talk about uh, with Moses. Uh, he needs uh, Joshua and her to, to hold up his arms. Mm-hmm. Because, because they're in a battle. So they end up getting getting out of the uh out of Egypt and then they end up fighting with other tribes. And one of these tribes is winning every time with without without Moses. Moses help. has so, to keep his arms up. As long as he keeps his arms up, they'll win. Yeah, and essentially praying like getting God yeah. to 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 help out. And he can't keep his arms up, so he's um, so he needs uh, Joshua and her to help. And th- this, th- they go into this, and it's interesting because n- all leaders need help. That's mm. kind of what that says. Like all leaders, all leadership w- needs their need. And and Joshua's holding up his hand, so Joshua became his right hand man. So it's yeah. kind of like the that concept. I thought that was interesting. Really cool cool concept because they're talking about how all leaders need help so they can't just do it on their own the which is why moses started doing the like the governance of spreading out the governance because yeah he can't as one man run everything because Mm -hmm. then that's another form of tyranny right that's another dictatorship yeah yeah that that it, it is that's and, a and dictatorship easy, so and he easily could have fallen into that he could have just been their king like they could and i think yeah that, is it apocryphal or is it do you think it's true that washington was asked to be a king yeah and he and, and he's he would, and, and he's like no we can't and he didn't want well to do and that. It, washington was a religious man so he would have known this story he would have been uh 
uh, reading the Bible um, heavily, even though he there's there's some people who believe that he might have been a bit atheistic. I think he was just a realist and that and that he used much of what Jordan Peterson's doing with these these Bible stories. He's using them as guides. And he must have known that they would have, after winning the Revolutionary War, they would have tried making him the king. And he knew that that wasn't the answer. There needed to be something else because because um, a king makes uh, for a tyrant. Yeah, it sounds like he was um, camped at New New Newborough, New York, written for the army officers by Colonial New- Louis N- Nicola. It proposed that Washington should become the king of the United States. Yeah, so it sounds like that might be a true story. I thought maybe it was apocryphal, but um, uh, at the end of the originally, many people uh, in America and Europe thought Washington would retain the reins of power to become the leader of the of the new nation or even king. Interesting. That's. Uh, well, we've always heard those stories, right? A man, yeah. you know, it, it, it's a good leader who can relinquish power. And he didn't want, yeah. he didn't want to be king. A much, a lot, a lot like uh, Maximus in, in Gladiator, like he just want, he didn't want to be a general He's, forever. He wanted to go home and farm. He wanted to destroy the tyranny and then give it back to the Republic, which, you know, is supposed to be the, the sign of a, of a good good leader uh, also upholding others in leader in leadership right so mm-hmm. joshua eventually kind of became the leader after moses yeah, they, they talk about his basically ascent uh in uh, as a as a as a leader moses would get the basically get the the commandments from god and then go and then and then moses would tell joshua and joshua would carry out the rules or he yeah because joshua was, he was actually execute a, yeah he was an yeah and joshua was actually like a military leader mostly he he fought their wars and um while they were trying to become build a nation and um i mean so so for for people who believe that that israel has no claim to the the land that they're on currently that they've found artifacts from this time that have Hebrew writings on them. So it's not, it's not like they don't have a claim to it because archeologists have found ancient writings that have he- Hebrew uh, writings on them. So, mm. I mean, take that for what it is, but that, yeah. that's, that's something we're going through right now, but yeah, um, they kind of go off on a tangent about malevolence, and uh, Jordan Peterson talks about malevolence. This is towards the end of the episode. He goes, he talks about malevolence is what causes trauma, not tragedy. People, people can get through tragedy. It's malevolence that usually causes trauma. Mm. And he says PTSD. Yeah. PTSD. So, and he says specific, I don't remember how this um, relates to the story, but he says specifically betrayal by someone you love causes um uh trauma uh which i thought was interesting Interesting. because they talked they they got into it a little bit uh and he was like um and i think it had something to do with um 
there was maybe the Israelites were suffering trauma after going through the desert for so many years, I believe. And, mm-hmm. and he was, and he was like, well, trauma isn't usually brought on by tragedy. It's usually brought on by malevolence. So if there's somebody that does something to you, it's, that's usually traumatic. And so, mm-hmm. and, and he gets into, uh, he talks about this was really interesting. So he had clients who were, who were, uh, creators, they would create stuff. Um, and he says that when they felt their most non nihilistic was when they were actually creating. And so he says like most people, if they're creating something or building something, getting something out of them into the real world there, that's like one of the best things to combat nihilism. Mm. Yeah. Which is, which is why Moses started getting them involved in their own governance. Right. He, yeah. Moses started, he, he started the building blocks of our own nation where he was basically like, here's one tier of governance below me and then another tier. And that's where I believe the 70 come in and what else? Uh, um, Probably the Sanhedrin. Um, yeah the the 70s yeah um and then uh but in in our own nation it's kind of it's supposed to be set up a little bit like like that because you have your city you have your city council you have your mayor um Mm -hmm. that is voted in all of which are voted Mm -hmm. in and then um and then you know above that you've got you know, your county commissioners. Yeah. Um, and so you got the city, county, county, and then the state, you vote for your governor governor, and, um, and, and then, uh, outside that, obviously, you know, voting for your, for your president, president or something like that. But really ultimately it's like, it's interesting that, you know, people freak out so much about the president, but you should probably be more concerned about who your governor is. Um, Cause he has more of an, in, he was, he probably has more way of more of an impact on you and yeah. your day-to-day life than then, the president. Yeah. Except, so, except for when inflation is involved, right? <laughs> if we can get those gas prices down, maybe, maybe, do you have anything but, else to add about this episode? No, I really do like that about the the you know Moses needing help from in his leadership needing help from yeah. from others. I which is why we set up I really at one point I thought that's why we set up uh president and vice president, right? We were supposed to have yeah, one was supposed to be kind of helping with the burden of, of, yeah. of, of the leaders leading the country. Right. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. That's really cool. Audience. Uh, when you get a chance, check out uh, the Exodus episodes uh, by uh, Jordan Peterson that, um, that we are continuing to go through, although very kind of slowly, we're going to put out probably one episode every quarter or something like that. Um and um, there's there they used to be on the paywall, but now they're releasing them on uh, YouTube, which is great. Uh, so a lot of a lot more people can see them. 
They are very fascinating and interesting. Um, and check us out on social media, uh, Spotify and Apple podcasts. Just look for the sword in the skull. Um, in the meantime, keep listening, keep reading, keep watching, learn more. We'll see you brother. See ya.